don't. We're now we're recording, so we rec- watch everything recording. you say. We watch unlike, everything. Unlike the Daily Show last night when you said we were doing drugs. <laughs> I, you know, Chris Rock is here, everybody. Yeah. Um, I he he he's spoken of on this podcast often, fondly. <laughs> Fondly, fondly. The, uh... He's the shadow executor of the, of the, <laughs> the shadow executor. Never heard it. Never will hear it. But you know, you you we both play a large role in one another's lives <laughs> over the phone. Now he's going to deny it. I... Um, and um, and uh, it's nice to be here. It's nice to have yeah. you. I appreciate you. Welcome to my home. Yes. This is your <laughs> rental home. You. This we... is my. This is my California. Yeah. It's nice. I, as I work on Machiavelli. Um, as i work on my new opus and you're doing press for fargo season four and also your learning disability you seem to be doing i wasn't really you know (laughs) (laughs) you know things come out neil (laughs) i give the the public me i'm just you know and it's easier than apologizing to a lot of people individually so you just I was sick. Just do it over the airwaves. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I I can get a little (laughs) of that. It was very satisfying for me for you to have a learning disability because. um, Careful, careful. No, it was very (laughs) satisfying for me because we would argue about your our different styles. Basically, I feel like I made you less cynical, and you made me more cynical. Meaning, I have I, the, I have that effect on people, <laughs> on the world in some way. I have that effect on people, um, and I would argue that I made you slightly. I made you realize that there is uh, value to feelings. It's not. I never didn't think there were value to feelings, <laughs> Neil. Uh, maybe you, there's value to my feelings. Maybe. Yeah, there's I, value to there's like your sort of gruff old exterior. Well, I'm you know I'm uh, you know I'm always like okay I'm the head of the family right right. So you know me and my kids and you know sometimes I'm the boss at work more times than not. So my feelings don't matter in the overall pantheon of moving things forward. Right. You know, we can't slow down for my feelings. <laughs> Would you say that you found out that you kind of need to, though? I need to slow down individually, yes. But I will never inflict my feelings on others. But. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, but I think like, you no. do. I think you, infl- you, infl- you inflicted your feelings on others by not addressing your feelings. So then you, I bet that the next time you run a thing or you run a, a, an organization, yeah, you'll be, it, your management style will be different than it was, would have been five years ago. Probably, probably a little bit from being uh, like it softer. Nah, I mean, it's weird. There's a bunch of jobs I won't even take just cause just producing things and directing things. Cause some of them, especially like like a nightly show or, you know, some, certain yeah. things just require an, an urgency. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to raise your voice when things get urgent. Yeah. Uh, but raising your voice is against the law now. <laughs> so I will not take the job. <laughs> I, will yes. go, I will politely pass them. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and then you got to assess what piece of talent you're working with. So some people don't need to be pushed. 
You know, Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat does uh-huh. not need to be pushed. Yeah. But Tyler Hero might need a foot in his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he <Yeah>. might. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Riley is he's apparently like a real hard ass. Like, and practice. I didn't realize there's a Lakers book right. uh, called Showtime about the 80s Lakers. And he would practice the fuck out of them, which it would, I didn't know that. Well, he... The Miami Heat or the LA Pat Riley's teams are always the best conditioned teams yeah. in the league. They it's very rare those guys get tired. Like yeah. they are they're or like fat. Or I fat. guess Shaq was fat. They're like track stars. <laughs> right. Shaq was the one okay, he can yeah. be fat. Yeah, yeah. He can have a donut, but the rest of you motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. got to get this salad. Um, and that's exactly that's how you like my Pat Riley. That's pressure. a good Pat Riley. Yeah. Um Okay, I would say now I want to play a game because we don't What's have the time. What's the game? Time. The no. game is going to be called this. Is Bianca, it's going to be true or false. Bianca, Bianca's did, trying. Did to, Mick Jagger to, marry a Bianca. He did. Mm-hmm. Bianca yeah. Jagger. It's another um, Bianca. The uh, uh, the uh, we're going to try to guess what it's a Chris Rock. Believe it or not, true or false, whatever. Oh. I'll have you try oh, to okay. guess what. This is great. Okay, we're going to start with. Um, I'm doing three mics live in New York City. Okay. Right? Chris Rock would call me almost every day and say, what, Bianca? God. <laughs> Is it fill in the blank for Yeah, Chris if you Rock? can think of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would I say now? What do you think he would say to somebody doing something, a successful one-person show? Okay, something negative. Get rid of one of those mics? Or <laughs> No, you did give me a good note, which is stay in the mic area. That was a good note. But he would call me just about every day and go, don't kill yourself. <laughs> Why? You kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Now I know that he's a grizzled old detective, and that that's his way of showing. Well, and that also, he cares. I really didn't want you to kill yourself. That's <laughs> right. Like, oh, obviously, this is a man this who's a thought kid. about killing himself. <laughs> the kid and in pain. So, what do you say yeah. to a guy that's obviously well? You say given what, a lot what of a thought normal, about killing himself. What a normal person says. Hey, man, how you doing? But you, being a grizzled old detective... Well, I just get to the point. Yes. They're all bullshit. They don't... don't what they're really trying to say is don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Um, great. I just wanted to get that out. At least... Okay, that was, way, if that you was killed yourself Neil. and all those people got together, they would all go, did anybody tell him not to kill himself? And I <laughs> no, would be the I one person. No, I kept asking how he was. And, and I'd be like, like I feel good. <laughs> I'm going to go have this. a meal. My conscience you is clean. You guys sit here and cry. I know I told him not to kill himself. Um, I have a joke with uh, our friend Dave Chappelle, which Chris's love language is open hostility. (laughs) 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 Um, Some people give gifts. Some people, words of encouragement. Chris Rock, open Open hostility. hostility. (laughs) That was a joke that when I told you, I I felt like I hurt your feelings a little bit. (laughs) Do you agree? I thought it was just biting humor. Yeah, no, it is. It was biting humor, but it was there's some truth to it. I don't you know, know, you know, I'm but just saying, you know. When- Bianca, Chris's aunt had a cat. What was that cat's name? Fill in the blank. Um- my cat, my aunt's cat, but so he doesn't have to say it. My aunt's cat's name was Nigger. <laughs> Hard R? Hard R. This is also the aunt <laughs> who said... Who said uh, um, this is also the aunt that said uh, a broke man is like a broke hand. Can't do nothing with it. <laughs> do you, were you close with him with this aunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is uh, she I, is she still around? No, nah, she she died a while back. Would she call for the cat? 
Yes, she would. <laughs> <laughs> she would call, nigga, what are you? Like, my aunt, yeah. Would you almost come before you remember the cat's yeah. name? Look, I got to make that joke. Hey, Legally, I got to make that it. joke. Um, That's so funny. Okay. okay. Now, what now in at Chris's school in 1975? This is the, what, the first year, but you were in the first year of busing. Correct? I was bused, let's say. Okay, I'm born in 65, so in 75, I'm 10. See how long it took me to realize that? It's that learning uh, disability. Right it's now. that learning disability. I've literally had to count it. Uh, so I'm 75, I'm 10, so I would say in um. What's 70, funny is so that you're born in 65. Dr. The, King's alive. Yes. That's wow. the thing of like how, how much, like the Voting Rights Act. The Voting Rights Act doesn't happen until 68. So I'm born, my parents can't vote. Wow. I mean, they can, but it's, it's, dicey. it's they're going to get, like, as you pointed out a few weeks ago, like, they're going to get probably fucked up yeah, at gonna, the polls. Yeah, they're going to get their ass kicked. But that, uh, what's, what's important about that is not that Martin Luther King was so long ago. It's that it was so recent. Yeah. You're so old. It's that that wasn't that long ago. I'm old. No. Uh, yeah. Martin, yeah. Yes. He is par- not, his parents, you're the oldest? I'm the oldest of my mother's kids. Yeah. So could not, could not vote. <laughs> Did they vote the first year? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have no, no, you know. They didn't like make it. I mean, big. they eventually voted, but yeah, I don't, you know. Um, fantastic. Okay. Now, Chris is bus to the, one of the first years of busing. Okay. Now. So about the, 73, 72, 73. 72, 73. When the black kid, there were how many black, like 10% of the school was black? No, women? no, 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 no. It was. Me for my, PS two seventy seven was me and three girls, three black girls out of I don't know the, the school uh, eight hundred a thousand yeah something like that. yeah <gasps> four kids out of the, okay. so you would get at when the bell would ring yeah everyone would you oh that that grade school was grade school like my first days of grade school I remember like. You know, there was like parents outside with like signs, no busing. Oh my God. So niggas go home, whatever, right? That was grade so school. Shitty. And it was, you know, it was hostile and kids would call yeah. you nigger and spit on you and throw bags, regular stuff. bags of shit and piss at you for the holidays. But, um, <laughs> for the holidays. You know, for the holidays, you know, occasional teachers would call you a monkey or whatever. Yeah, please, that's the story I'm trying to get like, to. Teachers would Explain say, the story. Daniel's going somewhere. So teachers would tell the, you shit so under the, your breath. The, the janitors. The bell or would ring at three in high school or late. One time, school. one time, or a couple of times. I, I just remember. Yeah, because we used to get out early. Like they would let us out at two forty-five. They let the black kids out early. So they For wouldn't safety? get beat up. Yeah, wow. dude, kind of like get that over with. So you don't want to just, <laughs> it's easier to watch you. So we get out at 245. It's in the 1700s. Yeah, and that was, uh, so I remember one of my teachers, ah, time to let the animals free or some Time to like let that. the animals free. Yeah. Um, and then the janitor said something you said. Uh, something sav- awful. Savages or something, I don't know. Yeah, just that. awful. Wow. Just, 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 yeah, everyone's was, against you. Just everyone. I mean, it wasn't even me. You. It was like. You and four other people. It was just whatever. That man. were just against black people. Yeah, it was just, yeah, they weren't, they didn't, probably didn't know my name. Uh, Insane. Yeah. And you don't, have you in therapy and all the shit you're doing, are you acknowledging that how crazy that is? 
I, yeah, it's weird. I've always been able to tell jokes about it. But yeah, now in therapy, I'm, I'm allowed to, you know, experience it as trauma. Yeah. You can yeah. say. And not feel like a bitch. Feel like. And not no, feel I like a bitch. And yeah. And, and like, I'm, I'm a I should. That's a fine thing to acknowledge that happened. It's a fine thing to acknowledge. And it's also, um, you know, the thing about trauma is when you when you experience trauma, it's not that you. It's basically whenever you think about it, you think about it like it's happening for the first time. Yeah, your body doesn't know when it doesn't know if it's present, past, mm. or future. Right. Yes. So yeah, therapy's allowed me to put it in the past. Like therapy's allowed me to go. Okay, I'm probably not gonna get jumped today. Yeah. Which is hard. Which it took me a long time to like. You now having said that, you were getting jumped later into your career than I remember. Than I, I would have You know, it's I got shit. I got robbed. The last time I got robbed was like the first week I was on SNL. Oh. On uh, what happened? On Still Cal- makes me laugh. On DeKalb Avenue. Oh no. I was walking up to Calb Avenue and some guys punched me in the face and pulled a gun on me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, big deal. Yeah. Uh, I I lived in Brooklyn. Yeah, big deal. I lived in Brooklyn before it was hip. I mean, I lived, I was born, I was was born in South Carolina, raised in Brooklyn. But I never moved to Manhattan when I did SNL because I knew I couldn't get a cab. Right. So I had to have a car. It cost whatever, $300 dollars a month to park a car a red in, corvette in, Mad, in manhattan you need a permit or something right right so it's, yeah it's just like it costs too much to park a car in manhattan so i gotta live in brooklyn yeah because i didn't want like farley to have to get me a cab every day was it known that Would you have been can't get really a cab? funny yeah, yeah, yeah it was <laughs> i mean it was i mean it's still known nowadays but now i'm kind of an old man so it's like no, uh, like in the ni- late early late eighties, early nineties, you early nineties, yeah, yeah. Cab. I, I, I was twenty, whatever, but I looked a lot younger. Yeah, nobody, no cab was stopping. You know, pre Uber, pre yeah. yeah, yeah, like it was whatever. Uber. It's not. I'm not. No, it's, no, it's just interesting. I'm not going to sit here and act like. Yeah. I just liked how late you got robbed. Yeah, didn't you have a black eye <laughs> you in your like SNL? That? Cast I photo or yeah, my SNL cast photo. There's a lot of makeup on. No. Because I kind of had a black eye. But it's a black and white picture, so it's hard to tell, but my makeup's so thick. Because <laughs> I had a fucking black eye. Do you think Do you think Phil Hartman or Kevin Nealon had the same problem? No, no. Maybe Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman yeah. had more problems. <laughs> yeah. It, it turns out. It turns out. <laughs> it turns out. Um, Phil was living far more dangerous. Explain to Bianca the... What happened to the McDonald's in your neighborhood? Because okay. I, I have a hard time explaining this to people in a believable way. I lived in a poor neighborhood. My neighbor was so poor that our McDonald's went out of business. <laughs> uh, McDonald's on Broadway and I believe Kosciuszko right around there was literally, they might have opened it back up since then, but yeah, like literally a McDonald's boarded up. Like they couldn't, they couldn't make it work. They couldn't compete with the Chinese restaurants, <laughs> yeah. chicken wings. Like they, could, they couldn't. A two dollar sandwich was too. They big could an not ass. fuck Kennedy's with the bodega. Chicken. Like no. 
Um, yeah, we had a McDonald's go out of business. Okay, this is true. True story. This is another true story that true. <laughs> Neil marvels at my life. Yeah, like, yes. Neil's like writing a, your biography. Explain like a, to Bianca, like a Benjamin Button or something. What happened? <laughs> like I have some great tales. What happened? <laughs> what did bullies? You said that bullies will imitate whatever they've seen in a movie. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, here's what here's what Neil's alluding to. I'm. I don't know. Can we look up what year? <laughs> Deliverance uh, came out in in uh, Deliverance, right? Yeah. Deliverance came out in '75, I believe. Yeah. So in '75, Deliverance comes out. Yeah. I'm ten, and the common thing was for guys to like gang up on one of their friends and k- kind of try to rape them. <laughs> Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig. And squeal was, like a pig. Squeal like a pig was some real shit. <laughs> You're from a different planet. I'm from then, a different planet. Like that shit was like, yo. Yeah, people think like cyberbullying is a problem, right? No, no, no. You're Cyber, saying cyberbullying no, no. ain't shit. And like when deliver. First of all, Burt Reynolds was the biggest right. star in the world. Was basically the Rock. Okay, he was like that because it wasn't just that he was—he was such a big star, and yeah, that was the number one scene, the most talked about scene. Was it John Boyd or Burt Reynolds that got John? No, it was uh, Ned Beatty Ned got Beatty raped pop, yeah. and Deliverance, and that was very common <laughs> for a lot of like, yeah, shit went down. I never got raped. But there were was people getting raped, or just the ha ha? We're gonna definitely the attempted rapes were for real at like house parties. At house parties, just like yeah, whatever. Just like you're around. Dudes don't talk about this enough. Yeah. I've never heard of it rape? before. Before all, he said it on the phone, thousands one time. of men get raped. No, no, I know that. I just mean like as a playful <laughs> bullying thing. Yeah, seventies th- were different. Thousands of men get raped every year. They were playing and, tackle, and, not tag. Yeah, and, and a lot of them, and a lot of them happen in locker rooms and stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the like. There's <gasps> shit like that. Like I would hear about circle jerks. But, uh, I've never seen that in my life. By the way, that seems like some yeah. prep school shit. Yeah. So whereas in the in locker rooms, in it the was city. Uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah. Deliverance was the big movie. And um, that's so insane and hilarious to me, and just insane. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm from a different planet. Yes. Chris's a, father used to say <laughs> about uh, if you were trying to make a decision, what do you think his father would say about making a decision? <laughs> well, just guess. Um, I, I don't know. My I, father would say, <laughs> you need to make a decision before the white man makes one for you. Because <laughs> you're not going to like his decision. No. <laughs> so you better figure this shit out right now. Some true before the white man jumps in on this shit. Will you explain <laughs> what your father's job was? Because it's an interesting, like his role. Okay, my father was a truck driver, right? And he drove for lots of places: New York Daily News, Wrangell Brewery, Shulman's Furs, whatever. He drove for a lot of places. But um, one of his jobs was uh, they would call him when. Um, Basically, when they were trying to break the union and get black guys in, like, the Teamsters or whatever, right? And so my father would go, like, my father's probably, like, the first black, one of the first black drivers at Wrangell Brewery, one of the first black drivers at the New York Daily News. Him and maybe two other guys, right? 
And one of the reasons they chose my father is because he could take it. Mm. Much like the same reason Jack, Jackie Robinson's the 18th best black baseball player. Right. But he gets chosen because his demeanor. He's like, the most stoic. He's the most stoic. He can put up with this shit and keep playing. He's not going to jump in the stands and punch yeah. a, somebody in the face. And So your dad was just, he would get harassed, basically. Yeah, my dad would get harassed, as you will. As it's, it, By the way, it's the same thing. People throwing piss and shit yeah, yeah. at you and whatever. It's You ever see gangs in New York? It's very much the same. Gangs in New York, but, late 1800s. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> but, the, but, but the... But the spirit's the exact the same. The spirit is exactly yes. the same. Uh, yeah, so my dad could take it. And later on in life, I could take it. I have a very high threshold for like pain and people doing horrible shit to me. Has uh, that served you, do you think? Or do you wish you were a little bit more affected? It served me in business. Right. It has not served me in my personal, you know, definitely situations I probably should have, yeah, said something about. Oh, like you'll go, you'll take bullshit from people. Yeah, yeah, just friends and whatever. Yeah. Just like, mm, People making you do podcasts. I should have raised my voice. Um, Very interesting. I should have, I should, yeah. But that's almost like, I was saying on the way over here, People, parents didn't have good, no one had good childhoods before like 1980. <laughs> like yeah, the idea much. of a good childhood is like a fairly new concept. Well, yeah. I mean, parents were basically judged, 80% of a parent's grade was attendance. Yeah. Right. Now it's like 50% of your grade is attendance. Yeah. But it used to be, well, you, my dad's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, all it me. took. Yeah, he hit me and threw a bag of piss at me, but he's here. My mom, I saw my mom. She fed us every day. That was all it really required. Now it's like, yeah. Yeah, you have to be decent. Yeah, you got to be better with personnel. Oh, you know what I was going to ask you? That's, I think it's good to call your children personnel. I think, uh, I think that's a good approach. I think it's a really good approach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What has having daughters taught you about women? Because I I noticed, I was having a conversation with another friend of ours who has a daughter, and he's like, yeah, but she's a daughter. So he was like letting her daughter uh, deal with emotions in a different way than he would have his son. Well, what has it taught me about women? It hasn't taught me a lot, honestly. I know, as a womanologist, you kind of like... I mean, put it this way. It's... It, it, you're right. Your son is different. And the re- the reality is p- the whole world stops for a crying woman. The whole company will stop. What is wrong with Pam? Yeah. Ain't nobody stopping for Phil, man. Yeah. Phil better get back to motherfucking yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is up with motherfucking Phil? <laughs> Don't be doing all that shit at the desk, man. Phil, what the yeah. fuck is up with Phil? Yeah. Somebody talk to that motherfucker? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So no, but you, I would say you're a whiteologist and a womanologist, and I was wondering if I mean, no one's a womanologist. I mean, your daughter's it's, impo- it's impossible. It's it's fucking impossible. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have enough time. You just don't have <laughs> enough time. Too many variations. Too many variations. Just try to please. And man. you can't get a straight answer from women just about what they're like. Fucking try to please. Just don't worry about it. Just try to please. You guys went to the same university. We sure did. I just hey, I just try to please. I got no. I just try to please. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got, what's my joke? I got daughter that's 19, a daughter, I got a daughter that's 18, a daughter that's 16, and I got an ex-wife that's 50, <laughs> 50, and I got a mother that's 75. When they don't get what they want, they sound exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, you've said that joke to me. As, <laughs> if I, I show sh- you their text, if I you showed you the transcript, <laughs> you couldn't tell them apart. So it's weird. a betrayal <laughs> on like a absolute spiritual level. Bianca, was Chris Rock a signed rapper at any point? A signed rapper? I a signed or yeah. a side rapper? A signed rapper. Uh, yes. Yes, I was Maybe a signed from- rapper. People I, don't know I it. think I was. I think it was Atlantic. There's demos out there somewhere. Wait, you you really wanted to rap? I'm from fucking. I'm born in '65. I I saw Grandmaster Flash play in the park. I'm, I'm I've been to the disco fever. He's still hoping to be a rapper. <laughs> I'm like I'm that guy. Do He's, you have any mixtapes lying around? Uh, somewhere. Sign rapper now. DJ DJ before I ever told a joke. And was really? it was actually not bad. Could you know cut backspin. Ever, ever? Could you break? Could you break dance? <laughs> no, I could never break dance. But uh, break dancing is so hard. It's all abs. Yeah. You and then so you abs. you saw so you were rapping maybe and scratching working at Red Lobster. Then you saw Eddie at <laughs> wait, Radio wait, City. Red Lobster. I saw Delirious and was like, oh, okay, that's what I should be doing. Uh, what the Radio City story is basically me online. It's like one of those things. My father's got the paper. We're the only people on the block with the New York Times. And it's a big full-page ad. Eddie Murphy's going to be playing Radio City. Ooh, tickets go on sale tomorrow. Okay, I'll get there at 11 o'clock and buy some tickets. This is back. Yeah, pre- no, it's prehistoric times where you pre- have to go to a place to <laughs> buy a it's ticket. It's prehistoric times. So the line was... Six city blocks long. Oh my god! It's the longest line you've ever seen in your life. It was. It was like. It was like one of those depression lines. <laughs> bread line. <laughs> for bread. Yeah. Yeah, like the, Like one of those depression lines. Like Eddie Murphy is going to be in a building. Yeah. In six months. You know. <laughs> anyway, I'm. Yes, I'll wait. I'll wait, <laughs> and I get online, and I'm just reading my paper, and like, hmm, comic strip. Hmm. Audition night. Hmm. Maybe I should go there. And I left line and walked from Radio City to the comic strip. Audition night was not that night. They sent me to catch. I went to catch. There was about 40 people outside waiting to pick a number, one of seven numbers. You pick a number, and if you, you know, you pick one of those seven numbers, you get to perform that night. I got number seven. Uh, I'd never performed ever. Had you thought of shit to maybe? I was thinking of shit online. 
while I was on the line. So you mean in, in the line? In the line. I'm in like, back online. in the this 80s, is the online meant you were in a oh, line. I was God on the line. It, I was confused. And um, by the way, of the 40 people, maybe 30 of them had already auditioned before and it was just yeah. a normal thing. Like oh, they just went back. Like you see open yeah. micers, the yeah. same open micers. And uh, so they're all like, oh, your first time. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Get this one under your belt. You know, by your, this is my ninth or whatever, you know. One day you'll be good or whatever the fuck. Whatever it was. Anyway, cut to I'm the only guy that passed. Oh. That night. That night. And ba- and so you nice. had the, the joke you had, the one Brett good joke. Brett Butler had passed the week before me. Rest in peace. I'm kidding. No, she's, uh, no, she's alive, alive, right? Alive. She's alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was great. She yeah, was great. she was funny. She was like my bud. Um, uh, the uh, and you had here comes the neighborhood, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe I got it that night. Yeah, I think I did have it that night. You, you have you. What were you talking about? Just no recollection. I said some bad joke about Miles Davis is so black, lightning bugs follow him in the daytime. <laughs> and That's funny. I don't know, maybe two more minutes of jokes, right? And I kind of killed. Yeah. And did you feel like, oh, <laughs> shit, were you like, I shouldn't be killing? Or like, this is easy. It was more like, this is easy. It wasn't like, I shouldn't be killing. Um, you know, my ego Like, was, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? This comedy Why are you thing? waiting for Eddie Murphy? When- and I proceeded to kill for about three weeks. Yeah. So my first three weeks, I'm annihilating. Wow. I'm killing to the point they're like, oh, think about bringing in the SNL people to see you. Like my first year, right? And I brought a girl. I had That'll a girlfriend back then. I know how this story goes. Uh-oh. And I brought Kim. And I proceeded to bomb for the next three years. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I proceeded to, it, was, it took me three years to even get back to that point. What do you think it was? Just one of them you, things? You know, it's that thing, that confidence and arrogance. Once yeah. you get that, like the comedian yeah. can't get to that arrogant place. Yeah. Gotta be confident. But once you cross that line, yeah. it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Is and it that the failure you just, that like threw you off? The failure? Well, I was probably too cocky up to, first oh. of all, I was young as fuck. You know, and I what looked young. Nineteen twenty. It's like nineteen twenty, and I look, oh, yeah, but so I looked like, like thirteen. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I weighed like a hundred and thirty pounds or something. All <laughs> you couldn't find clothes that fit. Yeah, like like, like I was any that, picture of you before nineteen ninety, nothing fits. Yeah, I was, everything is too big. I was so skinny, right? Um, so I really, you know, a lot of stand up is. You know, there's a reason there's no Justin Bieber of comedy. Yeah. There's no little way. Like, Eddie Murphy is the closest thing we've ever had to a young comedian. And all the rest of them are 30 years old. Right. Yeah. (laughs) To start. Yeah. (laughs) There's one young guy. One guy that was 22 and fucking ripped it. But all the rest of them are kind of grown men and women. And so I was young and one and part of the reason is just no one believes you when you're that young. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no point of view. There's no it's, like you have no point of view. It's like it's like what do you know? Yeah. What the fuck do you know, kid? Yeah. 
shut the fuck up. But they'll take Miles Davis being black. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Any any age can see that. Yeah, take your your silly shit. But yeah. Um, do, do have you ever talked about why your family moved up from South Carolina? Um, is it is that like <laughs> like legal? Allegedly, some I don't know. Here's a th- is like I hate all civil rights movies. <laughs> what? I, 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 don't get me wrong. I I applaud the effort, right? And and they should exist. The problem is they only show the back of the bus and the lunch counter. They mm. actually make racism look very like fixable, <laughs> right? And yeah. they don't really get into how dysfunctional the 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 relationships were. And like in the forties and fifties, like white men would just walk in your house and take your food. You know, like what? yeah, <laughs> they would just come into your house. They wouldn't knock. What do you think would happen in the during the depression when people are hungry oh, and no, white like, people are hungry? And, and like, oh, there's black people cooking on that side of town. What, what, what do you think would happen? They would walk in your house and take your Yeah, it's shit. like a predator-prey relationship. It's a predator-prey relationship. What do you think white guys, what do you think when it was time to rape, they were just rape, they were raping white women? No, they would go and rape the women they could actually rape without going to jail for. Okay? Or sexual assault, just like, you know guys and all that shit you know all that shit this shit is so much more um you know racism and jim crow is so much dirtier Mm. than any movie ever shows it's in it's insidious it's in every single yeah and and just the 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 amount of rules that existed. I mean, I you were probably going to get to this at some point. Like, but I always tell the story of my mother used to get her teeth taken out at the, the vet. vet. Yeah, yeah, because you weren't allowed to go to the dentist. Like, like no no movie shows you that. Yeah, it's just like oh well, if we give them some eggs, they'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, we just gotta not. Why? Why are these gotta black people complaining? The, the seating. Once <laughs> so we've we allowed the them, squared away. We got, they can Red. get the grand slam breakfast at Denny's. Why are they marching? But there was the thing where someone kind of got <laughs> left behind. At why your family had to move? Yeah, something happened with somebody got killed. Neil <laughs> knows more. Somebody, story. We, we somebody might have. Somebody. There might be a dead white person somewhere. Because if they if Time four to go. white guys came into the house, no, 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 and you they move. got yeah, one, so three of them were done. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do. give the story any justice. Then, but but maybe something there's, happened. There's a few of my friends have similar stories too. Like some violence and went down, and the black people were the family had to get had, out of the south. Pretty great racism, everybody. This Google you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why do you? Why do I? No, hey, explain the social media, the Steve Carlton thing. That's the Steve Carlton the, story. Steve, the you and I don't like preening on social media, which a lot of people do. Like a lot of people like const, constant self congratulations on social media. Yeah, yeah. And you and I are not fans of it. And you say it's because Al Franken and Conan used to just like well, Al Franken hobble you. It's so weird that people what? get in. People get in so much trouble now for being for bussing balls, but yeah, thank God these motherfuckers were just mean and condescending to me. Because 
<laughs> and it was like Conan. Conan and Smigel. Actually, Odin Kirk was really nice. I mean, by the way, Conan and those guys. They right, they're not they're, like, you fucking, they, yeah, weren't, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't fucking deliverancing They me. weren't deliverancing me. They're just like, <laughs> you know, putting me in my place at the time. Uh, but one of the great stories that helped my career out was uh, Al Franken pulls me to the side. Because I had had a really good show, uh, the Michael Jordan show. Michael Jordan when he hosted Saturday when Live. he hosted SNL. It's Michael Jordan with musical guest Public Enemy. The, oh my God, what a show! Get, it was the season premiere in 1991. Anyway, and I had a really good show. And then the next week, I had a bad show. And one of the reasons I had a bad show is because I was again. It's the same thing about tell, being really funny, getting too cocky, and trying to find that place again. But uh, Al Franken told me this story about uh, this pitcher, Steve Carlton. Probably the best left-handed pitcher in the history of baseball. Uh, second, Randy Johnson would be number one, Steve Carlton number two, right? Uh, so Steve Carlton would only pitch if this guy Tim McCarver would catch him. That was the deal. If Carlton pitches, McCarver catches him. So, you know, the game isn't just physical. The game's mental, baseball, Right. And they found that some hitters, if they let them get a hit early in the game, Mm. they wouldn't try as hard later in the game. So there were certain guys they would let get on base. It's like, just throw this guy an easy fastball, let him get on base, and we don't got to worry about that guy later. He's so selfish. He's just going to be like, I got mine. Whatever happens, happens. And Franken's like, that's what happened with you. You got yours at the Michael Jordan show, and then next week you're just too cocky and relaxed, and you got to have that hunger every night. So Al Franken kind of saved my life. Wow. So yeah. I, go, I go hard. <laughs> yeah. That's and why, you that's try. What I I no, and the hard. thing that I like about you is you try. Yeah. Like you, during, during the press, you were saying that you had like mirror, or you told me you had a mirror and microphone stand set up in your house for years before bring the pain which is like that makes sense mm. yeah that you were actually practicing i practice all the time yeah yeah I'm, it's uh, not like easy or fluid or yeah wait i have an snl question if you Why? stay in shape you don't have to get in shape well hello thank Flo- you Floyd, <laughs> May- Floyd mayweather baby um you know how <laughs> sometimes mayweather. when um What's his face? Jimmy Fallon would laugh and people like, is, is there something when you're doing the sketches, breaking the fourth wall or kind of like, huh? why did people get annoyed at it? Because there is I something mean, funny new, when you. It's kind of new because when I was there, you would get in trouble for laughing. at You sketch. would. You could not just be like, Lord, we're doing a show. No, I was like, yo, this ain't the Cal Burnett show. <laughs> like, no disrespect to Cal Burnett, but that was. Yeah, that when was I was doing SNL, you laughing during the thing was not. It, it, you know, was yeah. not encouraged, put okay. it that way. So it was just like, no, we got to yeah. keep it together. Yeah, we keep it together here. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> here's a good one. Which is worse? Which is worse? Slavery or Jim Crow? Wow. They're both. You've said, you've, you've, your answer, we've spoken about this before, and it's a. Well, I mean, your thoughts the, on this. The thing about slavery is like, slavery is slavery, mm. it has rules. You know you're a slave. Other people have been slaves. Yeah. The thing about Jim Crow is like this, this fake reality yeah. that we're free. 
And yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to answer this. I mean, when people say slavery ended whatever years ago, I always go, no, slavery ended. I count Jim Crow as part of slavery. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, slavery ended in 1975. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm black. I kind of have some shot of making this thing work. It ain't, the playing field's not equal, but there are avenues and caves of success I can go into. 75. The thing 10 is, years after my birth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said, you said, <laughs> to put I, it in perspective. You get, you go, I And understand. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. You said you understand slavery, but Jim Crow was just fucking mean. Well, Jim Crow is just the meanest. That, that, you're just, you have sadistic captors. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got guys. Okay, we, we have this thing because we want people to work our land. I can kind of understand that on some level. This other shit, water fountains and all this shit yeah. and all these. You ever, you ever crack open a Jim Crow book? Not really. They're really thick. And the amount of it's laws just about just walking down the street and what, okay, and you're walking, but if a white woman's walking your way, you have to jump, you have to be in the gutter. You can't be on the sidewalk yeah. and like all of this shit that's, you know, and in some states may even still be on the books. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a ton of rules about, you know, how much bread you can buy. It, it's ridiculous how yeah. intricate it was. Yeah, it's fucking mean. It's mean It's spirit. just yeah. mean. In closing, Chris, In closing, we're almost done with well, this Well, because we got to do, do the thing. We got to do drugs? Chris, yeah. Oh, wait, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I have questions. What are the so, questions? What's the most expensive gift you've ever given a woman? Ooh, I'm not even going to say. <laughs> yeah, what? You, you know, he, so, somebody's going to be pissed is why he can't say. Okay. I'm not going to say. Okay, next. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say, but she knows what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, do you have any phobias? Do I have any phobias? Do I have any phobias? I don't think I do. I think I can think of one. Wait. I said, why are you, if you have money, or you didn't, I didn't bring up, you just said the reason you're doing arenas and pushing so hard. I mean, my said, phobia of being poor? Yes. You, yeah, yeah. More I specific. I don't want to be just at... Well, Dave actually just said this on Letterman, on the Letterman thing. Like, I like being famous. Yeah. I do not want to be the miscellaneous black dude. You said you didn't want to go back to being your aunt's yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Let's, let's not get in trouble, Dale. Um, you didn't want to go back to that. I didn't want to go back okay. to that. Does it... Okay. Does being famous feel the way you imagined it when you weren't famous just being fa and you know i never thought about it when i wasn't famous you weren't like you but like as an open micer come on you could be like yo i'm gonna kill it like eddie and you know, it's weird though because my name is actually chris rock you just knew and no 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 i just had this weird okay so if you're the only black kid only black boy in your grade in your whole school guess what you're famous oh yeah everybody fucking knows who you are yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. So you're like, like yes. you're already, you already. You know what I mean? Like, weird. I mean, it's not a. It's it, you're no known, one's asking for yeah. your autograph or anything, but I'm known as a motherfucker. Um, is there <laughs> people are pointing, but it's for the wrong reason. It's for the wrong reason. Yeah. Um, was there? Uh, what's the? Biggest... I had a police escort, but not <laughs> for reasons of fame. 
<laughs> um, what's uh, the biggest letdown and the biggest surprise about being famous? I don't know. I mean... Like, can you get away with shit? Like, can you... Oh, especially now. You really can't get away with shit. Uh, yeah, that's true. What is the biggest letdown? I don't know. The only letdown to me is you can't cut it off. Mm. And I don't really feel like caring about my appearance that much. Yeah. Yeah. So Tell I, me about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I just like, oh, God. This, yeah, probably the number one reason I never took any of these talk show offers because I don't want to care. I don't want to think about my fucking appearance every day. Yeah, you got to get a haircut every day. You got to get. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, a pain. In the, it takes forty-five. It takes it's, like it's, and it's just nothing time. funny about it. There's nothing funny about vanity. Yeah. Speaking of which, who would you say in person is the had a charismatic effect over women? A rapper. You've said it before that that oh. women would be shocked to hear. Ooh, Biggie. Yes. Yeah, Biggie had lots of women coming after him. Like before he was that popular. I feel like you rapped about having a lot of women. But was, you didn't believe it because it's a big fat motherfucker. I believe it. That's what was no, fun no, no. about he it. It all seemed fake. He was a very charismatic cat. A couple of times I saw him, it was like, yeah, they were on him. They were on him. God bless him. God bless him. Um, and in closing, what? You're at a nightclub in Atlanta and a, a <laughs> dwarf lady is trying to get your attention. A dwarf uh, lady? Yeah, that was funny. I was at the club. Oh, that's and real. Just, you know, I was, I was in my pookie from New Jack City <laughs> days. And girls are coming up to me or whatever. And this girl, I guess she's a little person. Little person, yeah. And she's like, where are you staying? I was like, nah, come on. <laughs> and, and then she goes, can't blame a bitch for trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always love her for that. Yeah. Chris Rock, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Chris Rock. Thank now you. we're probably going to do illegal shit. That's none of your business. <laughs> God bless. Goodbye.